This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Training Unleashed podcast. I'm your guest host this week, Greg Dumont. I work for Tortal on the support team for the learning management system. Our special guests this week are Lee Wedgworth and Mike Ziegler. Gentlemen, if you don't mind introducing yourselves and talk a little bit about what you do for Tortal, that'd be great. Uh, Lee, let's start with you, sir. Uh, hi, Greg. Thanks for having us. Um, my name is Lee Wedgworth. I am at the Total Information Technology Group as Vice President. I oversee the department and uh, LMS operations. Great. Mr. Ziegler. Uh, thanks for having us, Greg. Uh, my name is Mike Ziegler. I am a Director of Learning and Development for Total. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for doing the show. So we're going to dig into Flash here. So we're going to start with figuring out what Flash is, for those of us who don't know, and Lee, if you don't mind giving us uh, that, that summary, please. Uh, so Flash is a multimedia application that runs in the web browser. Uh, it also is used for desktop applications and other purposes, uh, but mainly a web-based component that allows for animations and rich applications um, in the browser. So it rose to prominence in the mid to late 90s under Macromedia, who acquired it um, from a company called FutureWave. And then in around 2006, it was acquired by Adobe um, and has lived on since then. They have since declared the end of life um, at the end of 2020. So right now, the software is considered in deprecated status, which means that it is uh, available and accessible, but it is not necessarily supported uh, or recommended by the vendor. So I shouldn't say supported. It is not necessarily recommended by the vendor as of now. So we are um, in a situation where the provider, Adobe, is recommending that people phase Flash out of their applications wherever they may be used. We do get questions about Flash running on mobile devices. And uh, you know, I've done some research about apps that you can download that will allow Flash to run and stuff but I have not had any of those be successful for me. So my, my answer is that it's just Flash does not run on mobile devices, tablets, you know, phones. So Mike, why do we care um, that Flash is going away? Well, there's still a lot of courses out there running Flash. So, you know, as, as Adobe brings it to an end of life, uh, those courses will no longer function. Uh, so, you know, now what do I do with all my Flash courses? You know, how do I keep them alive? How do I keep them running in an LMS somewhere? So, Lee, is, um, is there a replacement for Flash? Can you just say, I have Flash in my courses. This is what I'm going to replace it with. Is there a... Yep. So if your courses are running, you know, animations and a lot of interactivity that is currently provided by Flash, you will, in order to keep that alive, as Mike said, you'll need to convert um, over to the new standard, which is known as HTML5. It's kind of a collection of different processes and approaches that come together to uh, to equate, equal this HTML5 
uh, format that allows for a lot of the animation, movement, interaction, and, and uh, browser-based dances that the, the courses can do that they used to do with Flash, but because of the many reasons of uh, Flash reaching its end of life, um, the short answer is that if you want to keep it, you're going to have to convert it to HTML5. Yeah, it's a must. So yeah. in my research, I was trying to find an exact date for when Flash is gone. I mean, like, is there like, you know, I mean, articles I've read say end of 2020, some say, you know, a little bit earlier. Can, can you, the one you um, talk about, you know, is there like an exact date deadline? My course is going to stop working if they use Flash. Let's go with um, Lee. You want to answer that one? Sure. So right now, you know, it's Adobe, it's Adobe's product and they have decided that it's end of life will be no later than the end of 2020. And that's as specific as Adobe has gotten at this point. So the individual browsers are at liberty, you know, the, the companies that support these browsers, Google and Apple and Mozilla, they're at liberty to kind of phase things out as they see fit. But obviously they want to play nice with, um, you know, a giant like Adobe. So they're likely going to push out to the end of 2020, uh, as well. But as of right now, we don't have a specific date where you can expect everything to stop working. Right. Okay. So Mike, you're a course developer. So if I, if I run an an LMS, a learning management system, let's say I got, you know, three courses, I got 30 courses, 50, and I'm not a tech guy. um, How do I know if my courses have flash in them? The easiest way is, you know, when you open it in a browser, the content area, if you click a right, right click around anywhere on the stage or on your screen, uh, when you right click, you'll get a pop up at the bottom of that pop up. You see, you know, about flash player and you'll see a version number. That is how simple it is. Okay. So I go to my LMS, I open a course and do certain browsers work differently? Does every browser do the right click? Or is there a certain browser that you recommend for, for that, you know, because of it's, because it's easier than others? No, not really. Uh, any of the browsers, you should be able to right click. And like I said, when you get the pop-up down at the bottom, you'll see about Flash Player, and it'll let you know what version you're running. Yeah. So it's as easy as literally going to LMS, opening a course, right-clicking, and if I see Flash, <laughs> that course is not going to work for me. It when Flash simple. is officially dead. It is that simple. All right, that's great. Okay, that's good to know. So I've opened the course. I see I have Flash. This isn't good for me. So what are my options to fix this problem? That's the big question, Mike. What do I do? I get 20 courses that have Flash. Well, Adobe also has uh, you know, put out a, another product to use, Adobe Animate. Um, it could be as simple as opening the original FLA, the source file for Flash, uh, and converting it to an HTML5 canvas in Animate and republishing it. Uh, some of the stipulations are it has to be, you know, the FLA has to be kind of newer, written with what's called ActionScript 3. Uh, if it's an ActionScript, an earlier ActionScript 2 or 1, uh, the ActionScript will have to be rewritten. So, you know, that brings up, you know, some Flash developers would not have a problem with this. If you don't have Flash development experience, uh, you're probably to choose another authoring tool. Uh, And that's, you know, second option would be just rebuild it with another authoring tool from scratch. Option three would be just, you know, down and dirty, taking a screen capture, take a video 
capturing tool and capture your course. Again, the interactions aren't going to work. Those will still have to be rebuilt. You know, any of the interactions uh, within the course, you'll have to, you know, understand how to stop a video or pause a video to put the interaction over the top of it and so forth. Uh, the downside to option three is once it's converted to video, you can't really edit that content unless you go back to option two and rebuild it down the road. So, you know, option three is, I would say, only really feasible if the content's never going to need to be updated. Right. So what is, you mentioned interactions quite a bit there. What is an interaction? An interaction, um, test questions, uh, or any type of questions, anywhere where the learners want to actually click on the screen and do something. Click here for more information, click and drag, you know, anything of that nature. Okay. So what if somebody's content just has flash video? There's no other interactions besides hitting play or whatnot. Can they just find that source flash file and just convert that and into some other you know, MPEG-4 or something and just throw it in there, back in there? Would that work? Yes. If it's an FLV video, uh, basically, there's converters out there that you can pull the FLV into uh, and convert it out to about any format you want and continue to use it. Okay. Yeah, so the less interactions, the better regarding the Flash stuff, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get to a little bit about the process, strategizing how to, how to redo these courses. I think that will come back into play a little bit. I mean, I mean, some of these courses could be 10 years old. Is that possible? You know? So this seems like a good opportunity to go back in, especially if you have more interactions, to go back in and say, okay, well, let's, let's refresh this content. Let's look at what, well, you know, what the message is. Is it still relevant? Can we present it better? And would you not agree that this is the perfect time to, to reevaluate the content in your courses, if time allows and budget allows? Yes, I mean, this is the perfect time. Uh, you know, training has evolved and changed uh, tremendously over the past 10 years. So, you know, if you've got 10-year-old flash files out there, you know, this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, it's going to save you a ton of time and expense to go ahead and let's update this to uh, kind of some new standards and get it to, you know, meet the new needs and update images and uh, just make the content much crisper. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology, rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to Tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortal.net. So we were talking earlier um, offline Mike, you came up with some great some great bullet points for people that need to uh, solve this problem. And let's be clear. I mean, like, if you have people taking your training and Flash dies, they're not taking your training. So, I, you know, this is a <laughs> big problem. Some people listening are like, oh, we've already thought about that. There's no Flash in my courses. But, I mean, you know, some LMS systems have quite a bit of Flash. So what were your key points? You said you gave me three bullet points earlier, and they were great. And um, if you could go over those, you know, maybe you know, Lee jump back in because Lee has some good thoughts too. So, Mike, what were your what were your three points here? How to solve this problem? Uh, first, analyze your you know what needs to be done. You know, I've got Flash. What do I need to do with it? Prioritize it. What's going to be the quickest, 
most effective way to get this accomplished and then strategize, you know, can I do this in house? Do I need to go out, you know, to a company like Tortal and hire someone to help me get this accomplished? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it could be quite overwhelming. Um, wouldn't you guys agree? Uh, if you're not a tech person and you're looking at all these courses, it's like, where, where do you start? Uh, Lee, what were you going to say? Yeah, it's like the old um, adage about how to eat the elephant, right? One bite at a time. So as Mike said, the first thing you're going to do is analyze. You're going to take an inventory of all your courses, everything that comprises your overall curriculum. You're going to determine what is flash-based and what will live on, what you want to live on into the future. And that leads you into the prioritization step, right? Where you're going to look and see... Uh, which one of these are worth uh, converting? Or like Mike said, if you've got stuff that's 10 or 12 years old and it's, it's not worth converting, it's worth rebuilding, or maybe it just doesn't fit in your goals anymore, you just trash it and move on to the stuff that, that deserves priority. And then finally, you strategize. You determine how you're going to do this. Are you going to take some of the quick and dirty approaches by capturing these videos in a different format? Or are you going to go back and reverse engineer these courses with the help of you know a professional like Mike or, or someone on his team who can help with that kind of thing. So I think the, you know, the three-step process helps break it down into something that's not quite so daunting. And, you know, there's really no substitute for getting started as early as possible. Obviously, if you have a library of content that's about to expire due to this issue, then you need to get started sooner than later. And there's, there's really no substitute for that. Okay. Well, thank you. So I'd like to go over these points just, um, in a little bit more detail, because I think it's, it's really important to help people eat that elephant, as Lee would say. So we have analyze. Look at all of your courses. Well, first of all, figure out what has Flash, right? And you can do this by going to your, you know, going to your lesson itself, opening it, right-clicking, and you'll see what exactly will you see, Mike? I mean, I mentioned a Flash, but what is, is it a, a menu that pops up, inspect or something? What, what exactly would you see? Right. When, when you right click on it, the little pop-up box will pop, uh, show at the very bottom of it. It'll say about Adobe Flash. And okay. it'll have a version, a V and a number. So that's your version number. That just lets you know that Flash Player is playing content. And if it's Flash Player, then it's Flash content. Right. Okay. So then you make a list. Let's say you have 30 courses in your system. And you say, okay, 25, I see it's using Flash. So you're analyzing, right? And then prioritize, you can say, maybe you say, oh, we well, can run a report. And you can say, okay, well, this is the most popular course I have. So maybe that, that should be addressed first. Or maybe the more complex ones, the most interactions. You can look at it that way. You can say this lesson or this course has 30 interactions. One has five. Right, so maybe you want to trust the one that has 30 first because it's going to take longer. Oh, you know, a good, a good point is part of analyze maybe should be what courses should be redone too, right? So that, that could be the part of the analyze process too. So you prioritize all your stuff. You say this is what's most important to fix. And then how am I going to fix it, right? Who's going to do the actual work? Right. So... Correct. And then also understanding what other technology to use. Mike, you mentioned um, animator animation. What, what was the other program that's good? Uh, Adobe Animate. Uh, it's it's kind of like, I guess you would say, the big brother to Flash. 
basically you can take a flash file, open it, and under the file command, you can go down and there's convert to uh, HTML5 canvas. And basically it just converts it out of a flash player into an HTML5 format. Uh, the easiest way for this is to, done, uh, to be done is if the original file, flash files were written in ActionScript 3. Right. Uh, if not, you've kind of have to have some extensive ActionScript uh, knowledge and be able to write ActionScript and understand it uh, because there is quite a difference between 2 and 3 as far as how it's formatted in the files. You know, as you're talking, I'm, I'm thinking – if, if I'm looking at my course, is there any way to visually, I'm guessing not, but I want to ask, is there any way to visually see which action script is, uh, which version? What, what, what's the correct way to ask that? Which, which interaction? You would actually have to open it up in either Flash or in Adobe Animate. Uh, if you open it up in Adobe Animate, you'll get a warning letting you know that if it's not action script three, that two is not recognized or one's not recognized. So you say action script one, two, three, four. This is almost like the higher the number is the recent, the most recent version of that action script. Action script three is the most current. Okay. Are the action scripts specific to different um, courseware? Let's say I'm using storyline in, in captivate. Do both of those use action scripts? If you publish out, using Flash, so like in Adobe uh, Articulate, you know, you can publish out HTML5 with a Flash backup. So if you use that with a Flash backup, it will write ActionScript as needed to support that Flash within it. Uh, again, my oh. advice is right now, if you're publishing new courses, is go straight to HTML5 and don't even use a Flash backup because you know, we don't know what's going to happen when the browsers quit supporting Flash and you're on a PC and you launch a course, naturally it runs, if there's the Flash player installed, it's going to run the Flash version because it streams better. Well, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, when Flash goes away and the browser quits supporting it, that Flash option is still going to be in the published file. So if you're publishing right now, it's best to go ahead and just publish straight HTML5, and that way you're safe, you know, next year when this starts to happen. Yeah, that, that's a really good tip, listeners. Um, you want to be publishing your lesson files, your course files, in HTML5 with no Flash backup. So you're saying the software itself determines the, act, the level of the action script. So newer software will automatically do the action script 3? Yeah, ActionScript 1, 2, 3, it's kind of like versions. It's just updates uh, where they, uh, and you know, Lee could probably speak better to this as far as how HTML has evolved over the years, and there's different versions. Uh, you know, you got ASP, and there's different versions. Java, and there's different. It's just a, a language, and the latest version is ActionScript 3. Okay. Yeah, the reason I'm just hang on this a little bit is because um, when people do your step, you know, they analyze, prioritize, strategize. I think it's important as part of analyze to, to understand, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to work on projects that have action script one. Would that be correct? Correct. Uh, matter of fact, uh, flash 
if you still have Flash, you can't open a file with ActionScript 1 in Flash unless you have a very old version of Flash. Uh, the latest version of Flash, those old files, won't, it, they won't even open it. Adobe Animate will open it, but it won't recognize the script. So, Yeah, that's, that's, that's news you can use. All right, so we have analyze, prioritize, and strategize. That is, so if you're listening and it seems daunting, uh, you got to address this stuff. But those are good three, you know, bullet points that you can help break break all of that that work down, and then hopefully get it all done by the end of 2020, <laughs> or else. <laughs> yeah. Wrapping up, we have some resources that we have that we're going to post with this episode. Uh, Lee, you wrote an ebook is quite popular um, on Total.com called The Death of Flash. So can you talk a little bit about your, your book? Sure. It's, a, it's just kind of a short recap of the issue, um, why Flash is going away. It gives a little bit of history on the, um, the software and the rise to popularity. You know, at one time, back to the earlier part of the conversation, you were talking about there's so much of it out there. At one time, it was 75% of the animation and video content on the web was estimated to be you know, facilitated by Flash. So it gives us, the book gives a little bit of history on that, some of, uh, you know, some editorial on why it's going away. And then it just gets into the nitty gritty of what you need to do to make sure that your content lives on um, in whatever format or that it's archived properly for, you know, reference in the future, even if it's not something that you're going to be actively distributing to learners. So, yep, that's all out there. And it, and it goes into some detail and breaks down the steps a little bit that we've talked about more. That's great. We're going to have that Death of Flash ebook available in the show notes here, along with a, a glossary term, some show notes you can follow up with. If you have any questions uh, about Flash and, and, and content and whatnot, you can um, send us an email at total.com. But guys, do you have anything else that you'd like to mention before we wrap up? Yes. Uh, don't wait. Start now. 2020 will be honest before you know it. And um, the issue is real and it needs to be addressed. So don't delay. I agree exactly with what Lee said. I mean, you know, I don't know how many courses you may have, uh, but they can't be converted overnight. Uh, start planning now and uh, get ahead of the curve. Analyze, prioritize, and strategize. Correct. All right, gentlemen, thanks a lot. Thank you, all listeners, for tuning in, and make sure to check out other episodes at trainingunleashed.net. And have a great day. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.